0: This is Lori Forster, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and we're back, as promised, with Aaron Pott, winemaker for La Terrasse Cote de Rhone, And he started his love affair with wine, I guess if you want to call it that, at the age of 10. When he went to Europe and the French waiter told him that milk is for babies and offered him some watered-down wine. Wow, you won't see that here in the States, but I love it. He went on to earn a Bachelor of Science at the University of California at Davis, where all the best winemakers go. Worked part-time at the Robert Mondavi Winery and then took positions with Newton Vineyards and some Premier and Grand Cru Vineyards in Bordeaux. Now he's making wine all over the place, including La Tarrasque in the Rodent Valley of France. Welcome to the show, Aaron. Thanks, Laurie. Great to be here. Well, you have a very prestigious background, and I'm not sure I did it justice, but I love that you started this whole love affair with wine or this, you know, interest from such a young age. Tell tell us a little bit about how that was spawned.
1: (laughs) Well, like you said, I was in a bistro in... Paris, the first night I was ever in Paris and I ordered a glass of milk and the waiter looked at me and said milk is for babies <laughs> and brought yeah. out a glass of wine mixed with water and suddenly it dawned on me that I was uh, still a little kid mm-hmm. and I wanted to be an adult every 10-year-old wants to be an adult so How true. Uh, I thought that wine was my ticket to getting there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now you and, want to be a kid again, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. But it's funny because I, I realized very quickly that you could uh, come up with a few interesting tidbits about wine, and all adults wanted to know about wine. And as a kid, if you just had a few good tidbits, you could stump the adults at uh, at your parents' cocktail parties. I love that. That would give you great pleasure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have more than a few tidbits. Of course, you have, uh, you know, done your real training at UC Davis and worked at many, many wineries, um, some of which I mentioned. But a big turning point, it seems, in reading your bio was meeting uh, Michelle Rouland, who's a wine consultant um, and very famous and controversial and everything else, and did he inspire you to go over and start making wine in France?
1: Yeah, well, not only did he inspire me to to go over there, uh, I mean, I did I did a master's degree as well at the University of Burgundy, but Michel inspired uh, inspired me as well as uh, giving me my first job over there. Mm. And I was uh, twenty five years old, and I begged Michel practically daily to find me something out there and he called me up one day and said I have the perfect job for you ah, <laughs>
0: ah, 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 uh-oh ah.
1: and i you know I, I didn't know what to expect and i flew out to bordeaux and was met at the airport by this fabulous woman and it turned out i was inter- being interviewed for the job of winemaker at uh, chateau Trolon-Mondeau. And clearly, at twenty five years old, um, one doesn 't have the experience to do that that kind of a job and you had to I just had to learn very quickly wow and you're running uh, running in a state of that size and that prestige was uh, an incredible experience and I think most of what I do today is based on the six years that I spent in Santa mig I
0: love that, and you also worked at a, a Grand Cru property and if I'm correct, you're the only American to have led a Grand Cru chateau in France. Yes. So that's a you know to be accepted by the French in such a way has got to be a huge uh, compliment.
1: Yeah, accepted. I don't know, but <laughs>
0: <certainly> <laughs> well, they let you make their wine.
1: Yeah, certainly I did it. Not without <laughs> they let me make their wine, not without several comments about McDonald's and. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now you're making your own wines, right? Yes. in California. But in addition to that, you're making the La Terrasse Cote de Rone. We're we're tasting in Studio the 2010 and we really enjoyed not only the fruit aspects and and some of the caramel and coffee, but that minerality that what you are calling it wet stone here in your tasting notes is something that I love about the reds of the Rhône. What what was your inspiration with this Cote de Rone?
1: Well, it's a it's kind of a long story how this came about. Um, one of my iterations uh, before I I went out on my own and started my own label, Pot Wine, uh, was I was the international winemaker of mystery for Beringer, uh, a self-title, hmm. and I ran all of their overseas operations in in South America, Argentina and Chile, and also in Italy and France, and. They had a very poor uh, brand in France, in southern France. It was mainly based in the Languedoc. And through that brand, I met uh, a group of growers whom I fell in love with, these uh, ten growers that all had a lot of old vine grenache on their property and a little bit of Syrah and um, were a spectacular group of people. And so I always kept it in the back of my mind that I would do something with these, uh, this group when I when I got the chance, and that's sort of where La Terask came out of. Um, the, the what we were looking for really was just to present Grenache as pure uh, and simple as it could possibly get, mm-hmm. uh, and not have any. Uh, not have any intense uh, French oak to override the the beautiful character of it, most of the wines are aged either in concrete vats or in these enormous nine hundred liter uh, oak o- uprights okay and uh, so there's very little very little oak to cloud the game, mm-hmm. uh, and I think we're just looking at the the purest uh, expression of what grenache is from that very sunny part of the world.
0: It's delicious and you, and you definitely have an eye-striking label because you have this uh interesting <laughs> pictorial of a dragon there that uh has to do with some um mythology, correct, of of the Rhone.
1: Right. So there's a there's a town in Terras called Terrascone in the in the Rhone and it's uh... not far from where these uh... this group of growers is and uh... tarascon was a, originally uh... A fortified town and in the in medieval times, one of the problems that they had is uh, people and livestock would occasionally go missing, as it often does. Mm. And what these people in in this town would do would be to blame their uh, beast that roamed <laughs> the countryside, like a like a chupacabra for the Mexicans or or something. Um, and they they blamed it on the terrasque. Oh. And uh, one day, uh, Martha this. Woman that lived in the town went out, and she found the Tarasque, and she uh, somehow converted the Tarasque to Christianity, and brought uh, brought him back into the town. And the people of the town, upon seeing him, decided to, that they needed to just kill him because he was so fearsome and ferocious, and so they killed him. And then Martha explained to them what, that she had converted the Tarasque, and that all was well, and that they had done this horrible thing. And so they named their town Tarascon after the Tarasque and repented, oh. and Martha became a saint, and the rest is history.
0: Wow. I'm gonna, That's who I'm going to start blaming when things go missing around the house. <laughs> 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 I love it. Well, this has been really great. I know folks are going to want to know how to check out um, your wines, as well as uh, they can locally get the La Terrasse Coterone. But um, can you give us uh, your the best place on the web to find information?
1: Uh, com.
0: Fabulous. And I guess Potwines.com, too, if we want to find out what you're yeah, doing pot, there.
1: Potwine.com.
0: I love it. <laughs> That's a whole Yeah, that's a whole Another conversation Aaron Pot Thank you so much For joining us This has been really great And I hope you'll Consider coming back On the show
1: My great pleasure Keep on sipping
0: (laughs) Absolutely You too Okay Cheers
1: Take care, bye Discover the recipe For a delicious life Each week On The Sipping Point With Lori Forster The Wine Coach Each week Saturdays at noon On WBAL 1090
0: AM Or at WBAL.com